L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops, he throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. It's that time again, the Jordan and Jake podcast with obviously Jordan and Jake. We're presented by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice. Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. Jake DeLome, how you doing, man? I am here, and I you thought here. I was in a bad mood. Uh, you thought I was in a bad mood last week. I wasn't. It was a certain focus, and I believe the team had the same focus. So, how you like that? Well, there you go. And I, that's that's the answer you're always looking for in your co-host is I'm here when someone says How are you doing? So, thanks for being here, Jake. I got to tell you, if you can't tell, I'm excited. I am winning this day. We're recording this on a Thursday. It's 9:30 Mountain Time. And I'm having one of those days so far, Jake, and I hate to jinx it. It's 9.30 in the morning. I am staying on schedule, man. My my to-do list has been dominated already by 9.30, and it's just – it's got me feeling good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. It's 10.30 uh, my time, and it's 73 degrees. It was actually 55 this morning, so sun's out. That's um, – can't say – We've had many better days than this. It is gorgeous, and I'm on schedule also. So okay. I think my day trumps yours. How you like? What's that? on schedule for Jake look like at this point? You know, you watch and listen. Yeah. To, you read and watch the news at the same time. We know that. That was the that was done about four thirty this morning, and we had to travel to the western side of the state to bring three horses to work at a racetrack. And knock on wood, everything went well, and now we're back with the truck and trailer heading back. All right. Well, I'm glad that we're staying on schedule and hopefully our Panthers can continue to do that after getting a win. Finally, you, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that, Jake. But I got one thing that came out of the news in the NFL world this week that I thought was worthy of discussion was the Pro Bowl update. OK, we're a long ways away from the Pro Bowl, only going into week four. Obviously, there's a lot of football left, but it's been announced that the Pro Bowl is going to be five days of competitions that culminates in a flag football game. Your thoughts? Well, it pretty much ended up being a, um, I don't even want to say a two-hand touch football game. It was almost like a just hold somebody up, they'll blow the whistle. It was one of those type games. So something needed to be changed. I'm actually going to look forward to it to see some of the competitions. I'd like to think they come up with some creative ones, and guys are pretty competitive. So I'm anxious to see how you have to admit it was um, – maybe a running joke um, when you try to watch it on, on television. 
I actually, I mean, this is outdated news from the last time I played in Pro Bowl, but I liked playing in the game. It was so cool being in the huddle and playing next to the other old linemen and having those, you know what I mean? I wonder if it'll be the same thing with the competitions. And are linemen even included in the flag football, or do they just sit in recliners on the sideline? Have you heard? Well, I haven't heard, but if I thought I heard correctly, is Omaha Productions behind this? And that's the whole Mm. Peyton Manning uh, broadcast company. So you would have to think it would be pretty creative with offensive linemen. Like they have to quarterback a seven on seven and things like it. You would have to think they're coming up with something like that. That would be great television. You, you would have to think. Well, I would hope so, but we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, our Panthers have got a number of guys that could be up for consideration by that time. So we'll just keep an eye on that development there, Jake. But it was worth noting because that's like always the conversation. Like, what's the Pro Bowl going to be this year? Where's it going to be? What about the play? You know what I mean? So, and I want to know, like, way back when in the Pro Bowl, you remember when it was full, like, it was a full game? Like, remember when, um, what's the lineman that was for the Niners, the super nasty? Gogan, Kevin Gogan. He got ejected from the Pro Bowl for being too dirty one year. I mean, whatever happened to that? What you, do you recall uh, the late great Sean Taylor? Didn't he flip Brian Mormon, the punter from the Bills on the sideline? Yep. I thought he flipped oh, yeah. him. And I know the one that I played in, uh, Kyle Vandenbosch, defensive end from uh, the Tennessee Titans. It was full game mode. It was all out game mode. And um, our game was pretty intense. I will say that. There was a good bit of tackling, and um, it was pretty intense. It wasn't uh, a two-hand touch. I can promise you that. I lit up, bro. What was his name? Merriweather from the Patriots. Remember that safety? I lit yeah. him up on the sideline because he had a scoop and score going, and I and he had a convoy of dudes in front of him coming down the sideline. And I just remember thinking, like, no matter what, I'm not getting blown up. So I just closed my eyes and lowered my shoulder and ran through the crowd, and all the defenders moved, and they just let me smoke him right in the sideline. It was probably my best hit ever. It was amazing. My family was right. I got to find that on the internet. That was a good one right there, Jake. But anyways, sorry to drag that on. I just thought that so- that was. No, that's good, but let's transition. I need to know how did you do your team do Friday night. That's what I need to know. Oh, the Grizzlies? Uh, We won. No big deal. Two-game win streak. I got to send you a video. I called. Go ahead. I heard different. I thought thought it was was pretty exciting because you sent me a text right before the game. You were going fishing, and you had us on the radio with your father-in-law. And Boone, no, yeah, and you yep. said it was it was it was it was epic. So I want to hear the epic. It was. Well, we'll just say you know I got I, I used to play for a guy named Riverboat Ron, and that wore off a little <laughs> bit on me. <laughs> fourth and eight, Jake. Fourth and eight. We're on offense. Fourth and eight on our own fifteen yard line. Second quarter. Punt team on the field. I saw something on the out of their punt team that I said hey if they run this one look I'm going to give you a signal and we're going fake punt well I'll be darned if it wasn't on that exact look Jake fourth and eight on our own 15 and I'm like son of a gun we practiced it let's roll I signaled her in boom 30 yard gain keep the drive alive go down and score before half how do you like that Jake I love it from your own 15 so you must have yeah. now was it a snap to the up man or was it the snap oh. to the punter and he kept it no, up, man, I'll send you the video. It was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. I, and I was awesome. I was probably as happy about that one as I was for any win ever in my whole football career. Seriously, it was just 
I mean, it felt so dang good. But my nephew, who uh, is the quarterback for the other team, McCall Donley Vandals on their JV, he threw four touchdowns and lit up our JV 45 to zero right before that game. So there were some highs and lows. Wow. Definitely. Some highs, highs and, and lows, lows. But there has to be a, been a proud moment for the nephew. Oh, so that's good. Yeah, it, was, well, it was all good. Uh, highs uh, and lows. Yeah, highs and lows at Bank of America Stadium, Jake. I was listening to your broadcast while I was fishing, and you were saying, what would you say? Well, you can't do that. We just can't do stupid penalties or stupid things. Next play, scoop and score for a touchdown. Go Panthers. Yeah, Jordan, that was a much-needed win. I think the players felt it, uh, possibly the coaches, I think the fans. It had been a long time. It had been 370-plus days since the Panthers had a win at home. Uh, to do it against a division opponent. Um, and listen, I think the great thing about it, we're we're still not playing really good football, in my opinion. I think there's so much more to be had. I think our defense is really playing some good ball offensively. We just hadn't we hadn't gotten a rhythm yet. And that's okay. I mean, Christian is doing Christian things. We've had three games with the same starting offensive line, which I consider that a win. Uh, but defensively, I thought guys showed up. I thought Derek Brown, the stat sheet doesn't show it, but he played his best game. He affected the run game and the pass game for the Saints. He was constantly in the backfield. Even on the scoop and score, he affected the pass of uh, Alvin Kamara, and he had to kind of bounce belly it outside directly into Luvu, who stripped it, and then Marquise Haynes ran it in. So uh, just a lot of good on defense. Love seeing Jeremy Chin active uh, around the football. That was nice. I thought our punting game, Johnny Hecker, was fabulous. Uh, pinning, pinning them down inside the 10-yard line on numerous occasions. Um, Eddie Pinheiro has been very good so far. But offensively, it, it's it's coming. We're just we're a little off. And I think Baker even said it after the game. He said, listen, there was a couple of passes I missed. Um, and he said, I just got to be better. And I think that's going to come. Uh, I've been saying it all along. It just takes time. It takes repetition. And showing up mid-July, it's difficult. Uh, but Christian was Christian. DJ, we're trying to get him involved. Uh, but LaVisca Chanel had a jersey for the first time. And from a kickoff return to the big 67, I believe, yard touchdown catch and run to the big third down that we threw to him, he's going to be one that can help us tremendously. You want to talk about the slow start. And there's multiple reasons, Jake, why it would be there. Okay, so new offensive coordinator. So even if we had the same quarterback, the whole, let's say Sam Darnold was the starting quarterback right now who'd been with McAdoo all offseason, there still would be some getting used to each other going on, right? You bring in a quarterback. Yeah, I think, well, I think there would be, list. but I still let think. Me, okay, go ahead. Let me get through my list, and then you can break her down there because you're the analyst, okay? Your quarterback showed up the week before training camp. And that's less than ideal. And your O-line is brand new. you got a rookie and a second-year second guy on the left side. you got a new first-year player on the at right guard. Like, there's so much new. Is this not what you would have expected? And is this not how we are going to have to win with our defense being big, Jake? I agree with you 100%. The thing that I will say a little different, the Sam situation, is that Sam went through all offseason. But Sam was there a whole year prior. You just get to know guys' routes, what they do well. And that takes a little bit of time. And I think it's going to come because I know for a fact the work is being put in by Baker. That's, that's kind of a given. And the players, they respond to him. And so you just you want it to happen so fast. 
But like you brought up, Jordan, Brady Christensen, I mean, he was a tackle in college, and now he's a starting left guard. Icky's playing in the ACC. I don't think there was Miles Garrett and Cam Jordan and Marcus <laughs> Davenport uh, and Jadavion Clowney. I don't believe he saw many of those guys in the ACC. And not only that, Pat Elfline was a guard last year. Now he's at center, really doing a good job. Uh, Austin Corbett, you're right, and Taylor Moten. Maybe I just expect them to play well because they're just solid football players. So, yes, I get it. But, Jordan, if you go back to 2008, we were extremely talented running the football. But at the break, we were 6-2 and two on our bye. And we were trying, when I say we, the offensive line coach and offensive coordinator was trying to establish this run that they just felt was going to be huge for our team. And it was called 36 Buster, 36 and 37 Buster. And we just, it wasn't, it wasn't clicking. And I, I vividly remember Magazoo and Jeff Davidson, like, guys, we just got to keep grinding. This, this play is going to be huge. And the last half of the season, D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart put on a complete clinic on running 36 and 37 Buster following Brad Hoover. So it takes time. I agree with you in that, on that front. Yeah, I, if you would like to see some 36-37 Buster being run, check out my high school football team, but I renamed it Hammer. It's funny you bring that up. It's like, I said, we used to run this play, and it was awesome. Let's put it in. And it is working. But I, well, that that play was outstanding. That was my favorite. Okay, so give me a little bit of perspective, though, Jake, on you came in when you – it was a long time ago, and we know that, but it still was football in a similar situation. You came in in the springtime, so you had more time than Baker. But when you were starting after that first game when you came in in relief for Rodney Pete, then you were starting that season. How much of the offense did you know? How many? How well did you know the routes of Ricky Prohl or Moose or Wiggins or Steve Smith? You know, the things that you're discussing, How? where were you at? way back when when you were new to the Carolinas still learning and that's a fact and I can go back to the Jacksonville game I think I had a couple of interceptions on that particular game because of they would blitz for a week and they would send a strong side linebacker going to our hot receiver but I just I hadn't done the repetitions enough and then we go to Tampa week two and needless to say, I was terrible and our defense and Steve Smith returning punts won the football game for us you know, and so you want to feel a part. And then as the game, as the season went along, I think where it really shifted for me and for us offensively, we played Tampa at home. I think we were six and two at the time. And Stephen Davis, who was our bell cow, could not play. And we beat Tampa throwing the football. And that kind of propelled us. So it does take time. And I think we need to take a collective breath and sigh and just say, hey, it's going to come. You got to keep working at it. Is it frustrating? Absolutely. Because you want, I know you can just see Baker wants it to come quicker. You can see the receivers, but you got to win. You just keep moving and, and they'll come. You just have to trust it and keep believing. Let's find a way to win. And that's what happened on Sunday, Jake. So, all right, let's shift gears to our opponent this week, Arizona Cardinals, 405 Eastern time kickoff late game. Uh, it's the keep pounding game. And I, Really got to give a on-air apology to David Monroe, who you know well, Jake's our director of alumni affairs, who many, many moons ago asked me to come out to this game to be a part of the the Saturday night dinner and everything honoring Sam. And because of my football commitments here, I can't do it. But David made me 
such an extent extended such a welcoming offers that i hate to miss it jake i know you're going to be a big part of all that stuff so uh talk about what that is going to mean to the team you know the guys are running out of the tunnel and they're having a 51 jer- or a flag and wearing a 51 emblem on their helmet and all that stuff jake's gonna be a pretty cool weekend yeah jordan i'm looking forward to this weekend sam mills was a special person i don't want to even say a football player he was a just a special person and uh we knew him as coach uh i knew him as the field mouse for the new orleans saints and just had an a just a, a love of sand mills and the underdog and um his story just it never gets old hearing his story and i believe this team has a true understanding of what he was especially going into the hall of fame this summer it's just an absolute it's an honor to um it was i know it was an honor for me for him to even grace the sidelines as a coach for us and what he was going through and the spirit that he went through it with and it's fitting that there's only one person with a statue uh, outside of Bank of America Stadium, and it's him because he represents what you want you want in a Carolina Panther, in my opinion. Well, he was a great man to, to many people, and I could go on and on about that. But I, a perfectly fitting uh, description that you just gave there, Jake. So they talk about your Cardinals. We got a couple minutes left. I want to hear, or not your Cardinals, the Cardinals. I got a, I got a million games. We, we've got huge history with Arizona, Jake, although they're not – I mean, good, bad, and ugly. I mean, some of it you were a part of. Other times it was freaking Vinny Testaverde as our quarterback winning on the road there. I'll never forget the game when Brad Hoover got carted off the field and we thought he was going to have to have his leg amputated and he ended up on our, on our airplane on the ride home with just a minor ankle injury. We were giving him a hard time. I mean, the playoff game, there's just – the year we went two and fourteen after you left, Arizona was one of the only teams we beat. Them and the Niners. I mean, I got they they hold a special place in my heart, Jake. And it's a it's new faces and all that stuff, but they seem to come up on our schedule quite often. Kind of a familiar opponent. Yes, definitely so. And uh, yes, I've had some deep good against Arizona, and I guess you could say I've had a bad. Um, and it uh, and when I do something, Jordan, I go big. And if I wanted to have a bad game, I went big on that one bad game. But it's what it is. We're moving uh, on, Jake. I, I was, that was not there a lead-in for any of that, okay? That was a lead-in well, to talk about it. Arizona. I, so, Yeah, I will have to go to therapy now. So, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, Arizona, a team, I think they're str- kind of struggling to find their way, to be quite honest. Uh, there's some – it just seems like it's it's supposed to be led by Kyler Murray and high scoring and throwing the ball all over the place. And Kyler Murray can do it, man. He's, he's a special player, but – it's just it hasn't really kind of taken off for them. And really and truly, they should be 0-3. They came back to beat the Raiders, who had a 20 to nothing lead on them. And the Raiders let them claw back. And, and that's the thing with Kyler. If we're lucky enough to get ahead of them, you've got to play every play and you got to defend 53 and a, th- a third yards. And you just got to defend the whole field because you never know. And he's basically called out some of his receivers this week that, hey, you have to be prepared at all times. You never know when I'm going to come to you because he kind of felt there was a receiver or two that stopped on a route. And it's evident on film that they did stop, not thinking he was going to go to them. So um, they've had some injuries at the wide receiver position uh, and some suspensions. So we need to start fast. They, they have a tendency to, to not start overly fast. But the big thing is we have to always know where he's at. We want to rush the quarterback, but it's almost like a contained rushed uh he, he is short we get that but don't let him get out because he is a fast man with the football in his hand 
um, and he can spit the ball out pretty quick. So offensively, love to see that run game continue to be established. I think that's something where we can have an advantage in this game. If we can run that football a good bit and possibly get a lead and kind of keep Kyler Murray on the bench, keep our defense fresh, um, it could be pretty good for us. And we have to watch the weather this weekend with the hurricane. It's going to kind of – we'll get the remnants – of some of the rain, so the, there's rain in the forecast. So we'll see if that's going to be a play factor, also. Well, it's setting up to be a pretty awesome Sunday with the keep pounding game and Melanie Mills hitting the drum before and all that stuff, Jake. And I, I hope the Cardinals continue to start slow to the tune of thus far. You mentioned it, but they've been outscored 56 to 13 in the first half. So if our defense does what they've been doing, give our offense a little bit of breathing room to get things going, it could be a pretty fun weekend. So, Jake, I'll be excited to watch you. It's homecoming week for me. Uh, here so friday night we gotta have we're gonna have a big time as well and and i'll fill you in i'll fill you in on all that next week all right buddy you just don't worry you'll get the update okay well i'm looking forward to it and that's um let's go get us another one on sam mills weekend uh i'm looking forward to it i have my panther shirt with number 51 on it i will definitely have that on in the stadium on sunday all right jake we'll keep pounding this is the jordan and jake podcast powered by ortho carolina when it comes to your orthopedic care choose better by choosing ortho carolina With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. All right, Jake, be good. Keep pounding. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.